Hey, welcome to Bully Visions. I am your host, Savannah. This is our third episode, you guys. I'm so excited. I do have a special guest tonight. Luckily, every episode has had a guest. Grateful. Um, So let me introduce you to who I call the dog boss, young entrepreneur, guys. We met him along our journey with Lone Wolf Big Timer Kennels. You guys, so let me welcome you guys to Ruben with Ruben's Pet Grooming. What's up? What's up? What's up? How you doing? We are good. How are you? Just chilling. Yeah. Pretty rainy out here. (laughs) Yeah. It is. It's been raining over here, too, all day. Yeah, so I was hanging out, trying to get, you know, this kind of new to this podcast thing. So, you know, just <laughs> work with me here. Of course. No worries. No worries. So, hey, let us know. Let us know a little bit about Ruben and, and Ruben's pet grooming. How'd you get started? Just with grooming in general or with the bullies? or Yeah, just let's let's start with, like, who's Ruben and, and how did you get into that first? Like, because that's where you started, right? Was Ruben's pet grooming? Um, well, I mean, you know, we've just always been dog lovers. You know, I've always had a thing for, you know, dogs, um, pit bulls in general, just like the old school style. Um, but back, as far as grooming goes, um, back in like 2008, 2009, I started working for like this little mom and pop shop out there in Woodland Hills. Um, so that's where I, that's where the grooming started. And I was there for a couple years, worked at Petco for a little bit, um, then it just kind of came down, you know, to like, I want to do my own thing. And then um, just so happened there was a spot available right here close to my house with the help of like my family, my mom mostly. And everybody, you know, immediate family, brothers and stuff. They all kind of, you know, supported that. And, you know, we started up a little shop right there in 2012, Mission Hills, Zapovita mm-hmm. so and Devonshire area. And then we've been there ever since. I, we're we're kind of in the same area now. We just moved to like a little bit bigger shop, and then you know we're doing our thing with the with the bullies, and and uh, we just had a Frenchie litter. So we got a you know a bunch of dog related stuff going on here. That's cool. That's cool. So um, backtrack. How how old were you like when you started your own business? Because you're pretty oh. young. So. <laughs> Well, we started the shop. I mean, I wasn't too young. I was already what twenty three, okay. about twenty three. Yeah. Okay. But you know, we've been hustlers since we were kids. You know, so I mean, just kind of came natural. You know, made you know how the family helped me kind of get it started, and then after that, you know, it's just kind of on me to make it, make it work. You know, yeah. It's like with the with the the dog owning a dog. You know, yeah. The whole family gets it, but one person ends up doing the the majority. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so then how, you got into the American Bullies and what was your, I mean, you did, let's backtrack, you did say you were into like pit bulls, like the old school. Um, I think a lot of us have gone down, you know, where we love the breed, right? Um, but how did you get into bullies? Like what made you decide to purchase your first bully and, and start getting into that? Look, Cookie, Cookie was our, our where, it, where it all started pretty much. But a little bit before that, like, you know, David. And, well, mostly David is, you know, a friend from back in the day, you know, childhood friend. Okay. Um, so uh, there was a point where I had a friend, another friend of mine, my boy Tito, who wanted to, to buy a Frenchie. 
So I, you know, I knew this was probably about like three, four years ago. Um, so I was like, you know what? I and I kind of had fell out of touch with David. We we kind of were just knowing each other through like Instagram at that point. Mm-hmm. You know, like we didn't really keep in touch too much. Right. But I knew I knew he was doing this thing with the with the breeding. So I had, I reached out to him like, yo, I have a you know a friend of a friend or a friend that wants to get a Frenchie. You know, like what's up? You guys have anything? So it just so happened that uh, Tito uh, from Longwood, Big Time Kennels, um, our uh, he had, you know Cardi a Cardi B yes a Frenchie. Mm-hmm. So he had like a, a one puppy left, or it was a singleton out of a litter with a captain from okay. Hot Shot. Okay. And so it was a Cardi and a captain uh, pup. Um. So we we uh, made you know I kind of like co-owned that one with a buddy of mine. You know, okay. just to kind of help him, you know, get secure it, just because the price and everything, he needed a little help. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, you know, he wanted it mostly, but I kind of, we kind of co-owned it for a little bit. So okay. then that kind of started the whole thing. Then like a couple months later, you know, David was like, hey, I know you guys got this Frenchie, but we also have these bullies. And then that's when I got Cookie. Mm-hmm. And, and then since then, we've had three bully litters and... Mm-hmm. Litter, which the puppies are a little over three months old now. Right. So. Okay. And you guys, Cookie, by the way, she literally fits her name. <laughs> like her merle patterns literally look like Cookie. Like I can see why he got that. He gave her that name. <laughs> so yeah, check her out. I, I caught a lot of a lot of uh, slack on that one. Everybody was like. You know, it was super basic name, you know. Right. So we kinda hate it. <laughs> you know, we got a little bit of haters on that, you know. But no, hey, you're gonna get haters everywhere you go, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, like, oh that's a super basic name, this and that. I was like, Hey, well when you own something you can call it whatever you want. Right. <laughs> so that's awesome. So Cookie, she um you've bred her how many times already? Two or three? Twice. 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 Right? Okay. And, then, and who were the yeah. studs for those two litters? First one was Kraken, so it was Cookie and Kraken. Okay, that was. And then remember that one. Yeah, that one was I would say would would hit hit like the best. And then we did a a Cookie and Rockefeller breed. Okay, all right. Well, that was my next. That was gonna be my next question. Was which one would you say no, no, uh, you know, no disregard to either stud, but which one would you say was the best with her? Definitely with the Kraken. I would say the Rockefeller litter was nice, but. I would say like the cracking litter was a little more what I was looking for. Okay. Um, okay. But I did I did keep a puppy off the Rockefeller litter too. We have a our boy Blue, he dope little bully off of a direct Rockefeller son. He's just a big sweetheart. I don't really put him out there too much, but he's super dope, you know. Okay. And then um, yeah, with the the cracking litter though, we kept two females off that one actually, uh, Fancy and Prada. We had a bunch of dogs over here. So, and then, um, <laughs> you're just yeah. like all of us, though. So, <laughs> yeah, it's like, shoot, yeah. We call them the gorditas. They, they kept the sisters together, two little chunky little, you know. So, we call them the gorditas supremes over here. Oh my gosh, and, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> some fat girls. Um, so that's a Prada and, and Fancy. And then we, so we, we eventually bred Prada. Which is a rock of which was a, a Kraken and Cookie daughter. Uh-huh. Um, we bred Prada to Little Kai over at uh, Teddy's Exotics. Oh, nice! And when did that happen? It was probably like a year ago now. Okay. Yeah, because we kept off of that. We kept Moet, 
That's and where Moet uh, came from. Okay, okay. She's off of our, our Lokai and uh, Prada. And she's just super dope. Um, she's a dope little lilac trimural, you know, um, just super exotic, super micro. And kind of like what we're looking for. It's like okay. we're kind of at where we want to kind of be at as far as size and, and color. Mm-hmm. So now we just kind of kind of working towards a, a male now like it fits that same you know style size look yeah you know okay so is that what you're looking for as far as your program is the micros are you looking or do you do shows are you doing pockets like do you tell me a little bit about your program and like what 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 your rpg kennel what you guys are trying to do well yeah as far as style goes i mean that's definitely what i'm going for you know i mean a smaller you know, functional, correct, you know, right. American, but yeah, a little super dope, small one, but, but that still moves like a big dog and, right. and, and it's not all out of shape and can't breathe. Cause even, you know, all the puppies we've had so far, they've all kind of fit that, you know, they've been bigger than I wanted, you know, cause I feel like that cracking blood has, he's he produces some thick dogs, you know, right. They're chubby little EB style bodies, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. So it's like we want that more muscle, you know, toned, you know, little buff, little freaky looking little dog, but still, still looks correct. Okay, know? okay. So you're looking for something that's gonna like pop at the fun shows, like you know, uh, correct, but still look exotic. Like, come check out my shit right here, kind of type. <laughs> We gotta just up and all eyes on us. Shut the whole show down. That's right. <laughs> Pack it up and go home because we're here. <laughs> you know? Yeah, we're That's close. Right. That's cool. We're close, you know? That's awesome. Moet, you know, she's when you see her in person, you'll, you'll see what I'm talking about. But Bernie, you know, my boy Bernie for Lomo uh-huh. Fitzmaurice Kennels and uh, and David, you know, those are you know some of the homies I'm close. To. I mean, Tito obviously has always been you know. Uh-huh. reachable and, and the right. homie for sure you know but like when it comes down to the more day to day you know like you know Bernie and David know, are and, yeah <laughs> you know and then David's my boy from you know childhood so you right. know we're, it's, it's a little different you know mm-hmm. yeah, yeah I mean, you guys always how, been super cool yeah cause that's how we met you was through David so you know and you've always been super cool with us too so you know it was like I, I when I started when I started you know picking out my episodes and stuff I'm like I gotta get Ruben on there because it just was so dope to us that like you were a pet groomer and like you breed all different I mean you 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 know bathe all different kinds of dogs right because I see them on your stories and stuff all the time and I'm like but this I'm like he has gone so uh heavy-handed into the to the breeding like more than what we did in the whole years that we've been doing it and you've done it less time you know what I mean um, and your dogs are amazing, so it's like we give you mad credit for that because that's that's really good. You stuck, you stick to your vision, and um, we like what you're doing. So um, I know I've seen Moet a couple times on your videos um, when you've gone live, and I feel like she's dope, dude. She's gonna be nice. <laughs> she's gonna be really nice. I back to what you were saying, you know, like. All this is pretty much like we and the homies when I got cookie, you know, I kick it with David and, and Bernie a lot. And mm-hmm. uh, not so much lately, which is just, you know, everybody's kind of busy, you know, trying to focus on their own thing right now, which mm-hmm. is cool, you know. And, um, but back when I first got it, we were hanging out like every day, you know, mm-hmm. 
So we were just, you know, chopping it up. We get together, all we do is talk about dogs, you know. So <laughs> I know. <laughs> they were kind of just, you know, putting me on, you know, free yeah. game, like the homie David likes to say. You know, yep. like teaching me and, and telling me what to look for and and you know, just small, compact, correct, functional color, you know, just you know, drilling that shit, you know, just putting yeah. that in my head. And so when it came time to look for a stud, you know, I was I was just hitting them up, hey, you know, my cookies and heat, who do you think? You know, and then they're like, hey, this one's cool, this one's cool. And then Kraken came about, I think, through Bernie, or maybe David, I'm not sure. But, um, and you know, the price was cool, and he was he was a nice looking dog, you know, but Cookie was a little more like on the bigger pot, like, she was a smaller pocket. pocket. Yeah. Yeah, she was she was more like a, like what I consider right now, like to be like a regular size bully, mm-hmm. you know, not yeah. nothing too exotic. She's more just regular size. Mm-hmm. But she was also very small as far as like, she had a light bone structure, you know, she was very petite, you know, like you, you could pick her up and hold her on one side and she's not all like, you know, heavy. So that was, that would always stood out in my head too, you know. So what, what I got off of that was, okay, she'll be able to create small, you know, she's not just, you know, too too big where she wouldn't be able to produce smaller puppies. Right, yeah. You know, and then all the all the history she has in there, all the, you know, throughout the bloodlines, I knew she had just small, compact, correct little dogs, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so just kind of getting, soaking up that free game as far as like, what should you look for? And I mean, at the same time, it was kind of like, yeah, you're right, that's kind of my style, you know, because, you know, Dave, me and David grew up a couple blocks apart. So, I mean, we got a lot in common, you know. So what he likes, I'm like, yeah, that is dope, <laughs> you know. Like, so, I mean, it wasn't like he told me what to do. It was like just kind of putting shit, you know, bringing it to my attention. And I was like, yeah, you know, because people could tell you a lot. It just depends on you what you want to soak up from that. And, you know, obviously you're not going to do exactly what they say, but you're going to, you know, oh, that's a good idea. I'm going a, I'm to a use that part of it. Or, you know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you kind of just so you kind of picked their brain and then kind of just did what your vision was, you know, um, with the help of them, which was cool because, you know, they've been doing it for a while. So that was that was the, I bet that made it easy for you to kind of make your decision, you know, um, and I'll say David, too, like he has a good eye for for studs, too. So does Bernie, for sure, because um, even us over here, even though we're part of the team, you know, like they we still ask them like hey what do you think about this we anytime we do a breeding we always we always like to see what our team thinks you know whether we go or whether we like their opinion or not it's just it's good to pick their brain so we kind of look at what we wouldn't we kind of see what they see without us not seeing it you know if that makes any sense like we wouldn't have seen what they seen and then when they say it we're like oh yeah that does make sense you know so that's cool that you had them to kind of like pick their brain um what do you uh so you do frenchies now too and where did your frenchie where did you get your first frenchie you said off the tito well that one we had got for my boy we have i have my boy tito which works with me okay Um, yes so he was the one getting the frenchie and then so we ended up coming to agreement after you know he bred that dog. I kind of it kind of always with, was with him and it, you know stayed with him, and I didn't really have much to do with that dog, you know. So I was like, you know what, when this when this dog has uh, puppies, I just want a dog and we'll call it even. You right. Know? It was like okay. just a very simple deal, you know. I, I already had Cookie, 
you know, I wasn't really tripping on that, you know. Right. That was my boy. That's my boy, and you know, it was it wasn't even about the nothing about the money or nothing. Okay. So we ended up. Uh, so he did a breeding. He ended up with what well, he he named her Zoe, little Zozo from uh, Pick of Litter Kennels. She's a okay. little uh, blue tri, little Frenchie, super like you know compact and petite. Mm-hmm. Which I, I I like that word petite because you know you pick up some of these dogs and they have that real heavy bone mass, you know, mm-hmm. they're real heavy and bulky. Mm-hmm. And then you pick up these other dogs and they're like light, you know, and they're like <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I I kind of look for that, you know, the lighter bone structure, not so okay. heavy, you know. And then um. So she's super light. So they ended up buying another dog, um, which is Ace from Pickle Litter Kennels. Um, he's a he's a platinum um, ghost merle covered in cream. He's a dope dog. He's, he's nice. He, he should be out there more often. Like they could do some work with him if they pushed him a little more, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so that those were the parents, and then with that breeding, we ended up getting our dog Olivia. And then, oh, that's right, Olivia. Okay, she's the blue trimural we have, and she's just super funny. She's super smart little dog, you know. And um, so when she when she was ready, we bred her to to my boy uh, uh, Tony, uh, my boy Crypto. Okay, Crypto. Uh, yeah, with Juggernaut, and, and yeah, so that was a Juggernaut and our girl Olivia breeding. That was nice. That was a nice stud pick right there. Like I said, I'm always going for the small, little compact, you know, mm-hmm. and like, so right when I seen, you know, uh, Juggernaut, you know, he's just, you know, super tiny and mm-hmm. that's what I was looking for, you know, and, you know, I mean, I'm nothing against like taller Frenchies, but like, to me, it's like, ah, that's not really my style. I want to mm-hmm. just <clears throat> shrink them down as much as I can and still be dope and, and correct, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Juggernaut is nice. I think I, I, at one point I had told Eddie, I was like, if we ever got into the Frenchie game, I would probably want a puppy off a of juggernaut because he's really nice. I remember seeing him for the first time when I met Crypto, and I was like, they actually came to Vegas one time too, and we had dinner with them, and I was just like, wow, his his dog is nice. <laughs> um, and this was before I think before Tito really had gotten our Tito had really gotten into more of his Frenchies, you know. Um, because now he's now Tito he's just producing um uh, his ass off you know he's got so much good quality dogs over there now so um yeah he got that that designer shit <laughs> yeah like, that's a whole that's a whole different you know yeah he's got the Prada the Louis the you know Chanel <laughs> yeah he got some nice dogs he's definitely doing his thing man yeah. mad respect to Tito he's always been you know solid always you hit him up you pick up the phone even if it's three in the morning you know oh, i know that guy <laughs> yeah yeah you know he's always showed us love since day one you know and, and you know just for us to get you know cookie off them it just i know that was a big one for them too you know that cookie was at the time one of their the whole you know longwood big timer kennel was like it was one of their top productions at the time mm-hmm. you know as far as the bully game goes and the murals and and you know, I didn't even know what I was looking at when I first seen her. You know, I was like, "What the hell?" You know, like Merle and all that was new to me. Uh-huh. So now, now I mean, I'm not saying I know it all, but I could spot some stuff out now. You know. Yeah. Now, now you know. <laughs> now you know. <laughs> yeah, what, there's always room to learn. You know. Right. 
So what's bit. Cookie up to now? Um, do you have anything planned for her, a third breeding for her, or are you retiring her? What's her plan? Yeah, she's she's probably gonna get fixed soon and just kind of just be home, you know, pet chilling. Because okay. as far as yeah, I don't think she would be able to produce anything, you know, size wise that I would be kind of wanting. Be, okay. Okay. Yeah, so I would just either off of Prada. Moet's definitely the next step for us, you know. Okay. So I mean, as far as breeding goes, she's she's probably like you know what we're what we're kind of keeping an eye out for right now, you know, adult globally. Awesome! I can't wait to see what you guys do with her. Um, and then you, and as far as Olivia too, like you, you guys got a stud lined out for her too, or has that not been talked about yet? Or the the bullies? Her? Which one were we talking about? Oh, oh Olivia, the Moet, Moet. Oh, was oh, Moet um, the Frenchie? No, Olivia's the only Frenchie. And then we have some, you know, she had a litter of six, but, you know, in, in the beginning, and I, I just put it out there, but it was, it was uh, four females, two males. Okay. And then uh, one of the males was born and stillborn. Oh. And then, yeah, the other male only lasted like a night, one night. And, uh, but he was always kind of weak from the beginning. Okay. You know, but the females were since, you know, we got them home, there was no worry about that. They're just latching and eating and, and super oh strong God. and solid, you know. So it was yeah. a big litter, you know. Unfortunately, the boys didn't make it. We, we kind of, you know, I was looking forward to getting the mail off that, you know. Aww. The juggernaut sun and shit. Uh-huh. That just didn't happen out there, you know. Yeah. Was. Now, let's backtrack to breeding and, and you doing your first breeding. Who did your whelping or did you do it yourself? day one um oh you did yeah it's tough it was the first litter was tough i probably cried right. a couple times <laughs> no i know let's let's talk about that because you know whelping this is not for the week <laughs> um i think it's all about having the right setup you know um kennels you definitely need a you know, um, kennels that have the grates where the, you know, the pups could poop. And, mm-hmm. But at the same time, you have to find the one that's small and they're, you know, a stable one. So their paws ain't slipping through. Yeah. Um, so just this recent one, we got a, a real nice kennel for the puppies. And, and it was like a puppy kennel specifically for puppies. So the grates were real close and it was just super dope. You could elevate it, you know. Um, so that one, man, that's a lifesaver. I recommend for any new breeders that are that are having their first litter, definitely get a, the right kennels when they're young. You know, I'm talking like, um, for the bullies, probably three, four weeks, you could already start throwing them in there once they start pooping. Mm-hmm. Pretty solid, you know, throw them. I mean, when they're about two, maybe a week, two weeks, you could, the mom's still eating all that up and they're still pretty, pretty, uh, you know, stuck in one area, they're not really jumping out of anything yet. But once the bullies hit about three weeks to a month, we definitely like to get them in in the kennels and, and on the the ones with the grates, and that way they could pee and poop, and it just makes cleanup easier. Um, but the first one we didn't have that, so it was just a headache. You know, we just had them on the floor, and they're pooping <laughs> and peeing everywhere, and then mm-hmm. I I didn't know when to throw them outside. And you know, the bullies are pretty strong. You know, you could throw them outside at about. You could throw them outside pretty early. I'd say about six weeks. You know, they could already go on some grass. And I mean, as long as you know it's clean. I'm not saying go to the park and let them run around. You know, no, I was gonna say. In, yeah, maybe throw them in your backyard in a clean part of the yard, and, and I 
The bullies, I feel like they should be fine. You know, Frenchies maybe be careful. They're still small, but these bullies, man, they're 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 strong. You know, yeah. So if they look healthy and they look pretty strong, I feel like you could throw them in your yard and let them. So just kind of knowing when to okay, the dog's old enough for a kennel. Okay, the dog's old enough to go outside. <clears throat> that way they could you know start using the bathroom training themselves that they shouldn't be peeing stepping on it and pooping stepping on it you know because mm-hmm. um, the first one like I said we didn't you know I didn't really know when exactly to throw them outside I had just the regular you know kennels with the trays <clears throat> and just it was more of a headache than I you know I was giving myself more work <laughs> and you were doing it on your own huh the first time <clears throat> um I was at help, you know, my mom okay, and, that's good. And, and, you know, my girl and, and brothers and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that, you know, it was But it's still to... hard. It's still very yeah. hard. <laughs> so much, you know, like, they're not going to do the detailed kind of shit that you do, you know, like, mm-hmm. in a certain way that you like it cleaned or, you know, it's a little different when it's your dog, you know, it's like, it's your responsibility. You can have them help a little bit, but... You know, you got to get in there, roll up your sleeves, get your hands dirty. Yep. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I've had a lot of help, thank God. You know, being, I've been good. blessed in that part, you know. That's good. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what we would have done if, like, it was, like, I mean, it's three of us. Because, you know, Leo, it's me, Leo, and, and Eddie. Well, now Annalise is a little older, so she helps out where she can. But um, with us, even us four, it's still hard, you know. Um, but with the help of, of each other it definitely makes it easier because when I tell you man this whelping it is not easy and it ain't for the week that's for sure because <laughs> I've seen both you know I've yeah seen you've had both the yeah yeah and then bullies man they're they're little knuckleheads and I, I love them man I got I got about five bullies here myself so I could I feel like I could talk a little a little freely about them you know <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> Yeah, I'm dealing with them every day. I know. So, I mean, they're little knuckleheads, but they're sweet dogs. Mm-hmm. But, they, you know, they're a lot of work. You got to yeah. be on it. They're, they're, you know, not so small. So it's not a little tiny little dog. And, you know, mm-hmm. they start pooping big, peeing big. And, you know, you got to be ready for that. Yeah, you know? I know. <laughs> That's true. And right now, I mean, the game is so, man, it's, it's tough. So, I mean, I'd say right now the market is more like, just do it do it for your own vision instead of trying to trying to make a buck you yeah. know yeah so. I mean you know and it and it does boil down to like right now you know you have <clears throat> you have the, you know those people that are breeding for the right reasons and then you have them that are just breeding because they want to breed you know and then they're selling the puppies for like 800 to a thousand bucks which ruins it for those that are actually putting in their work you know doing their education um you know picking out the right stud you know spending good money on a good stud uh reliable stud and then having to like bring down your price to 800 dollars, like no that ain't you know that's not fair obviously you got to go with what the market is but you know you got those ones that kind of just mess it up for everybody you know um and that, that's my opinion and that's what I've seen because we have some puppies of our own right now you know um, but yeah I, I agree with you right now you know with the market is to breed for your vision and what you're working with because the market's just not there right now you know 
Um, it's really not. But backtracking. Um, so, what are your what do you what is um, RPG Kennels plans? What are your goals for this year, as far as you were with your program? What what do you have lined up, or what are your goals for this year? We got a lot of you know things in the works and things okay. planned out, but you know how this goes. You know, you're working a full time job, you're mm. doing the breeding, so it's like you're just kind of just playing catch up most of the time, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, she's in heat. I better start looking for a stud, you know? Or, <laughs> <laughs> I got a, I got two weeks, you know, mm-hmm. to find somebody, get the money together, and, and this and that. Um, but just make sure all the dogs are cool and straight, comfortable. You know, make sure they're getting the love they deserve, and and um, you know, keeping them fed, keeping them healthy, happy. Yeah, um, that's the most important, right? The most important is keeping them happy and healthy. Um, so with you being part of like, you know, now you know, and you know, you you know the bullies, you with them, you're with them every day, and even just your background with being a, a pet groomer. What is your opinion as far as? the American bully breed being so misunderstood because essentially um, you know the the bully visions is you know the bully behind the breeder uh, or the breeder behind the bully but um, we are their voice you know essentially so what is your opinion on them being so uh, misunderstood you know what's your opinion on that well I mean I think what it all comes down to is dog control you know mm-hmm Secure, making sure your collars are tight, you got the right choke chain on your dog. Make sure, you know, obviously, if you know, bully's a, a bigger dog, uh, if they wanted to, they have the muscle and the weight to, to put in some work. Um, so definitely make sure that your, you know, your dogs are secure. Don't just expect, okay, the gate's open, uh, the dog ran out. You know, a lot of it is, is owner error, you know, exactly, right? It's sad to say, you know, just. Oh, he got out, and obviously, uh, I always tell people, bully's not gonna start a fight, but they're gonna finish it. You know, like they're gonna run up on a dog, and the other dog might kind of start, you know, nipping back, and they're gonna kind of do what they do naturally. They're gonna be a dog, right? You know? right. Dogs are unpredictable. Any dog, you any know? dog it doesn't have to be a bully or a German mm-hmm. Shepherd or a Lab, or it could be anything. You know, so. Dogs are unpredictable. Don't say, oh, my dog's not a biter. You know, just secure your dog. Make sure, you know, you give people that respect their space. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, and just, uh, yeah, I mean, just, that's always been my main thing. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you always see something, oh, the dog ran out the yard. Oh, the gate was broken. I never fixed it. So my dog got out and killed a dog. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, bro. Are you for real right now? Yeah. You know, like, you knew the gate was messed up. Why didn't you fix it? Or you knew yeah. the dog could slip out of that collar. Why didn't you tighten it? Mm-hmm. You know, just be be ready for anything. Expect the unexpected, and you know, yeah. And, and that is that is show on its own. You know, the breeders. I mean, the the owners got to get better on on their. You know, the way they handle their dogs, how mm-hmm. they secure the how they secure them, and then there wouldn't be no dogs getting out and attacking people and mm-hmm. all that. You know, or or the other dogs, and and then you get these videos where it's all dramatic, and they don't even know what to do at that point. You know. Mm-hmm. Like, educate yourself on how to break up a dog fight Mm -hmm. you know what you should do what you shouldn't do obviously screaming and kicking the dog is not gonna help you know yeah I think it boils down to education literally education with any breed you know 
Um, it just so happens that the American bully breed is targeted because of, you know, the history of pit bulls and, you know, um, like you said, it boils down to the ownership, you know, um, and that's plain and simple there, you know. Have you had any bad experiences with having a, an American pulley? Like, if have you like as you've gone out or anything like that? Like, has anybody um, ever said anything to you, or like, have you had any experiences like that? I mean, we've been around the breed so long. We've had, you know, I've had my, you know, you know, things happen on the day to day. You know, you, yeah, your dog runs out, and you know, it's like you gotta. <laughs> But um, just, I mean, there's been a couple times where I'm walking yeah. by with one of my dogs and you see the people's faces, they get all scared and they, okay. they pick up their dogs and walk across the street or mm-hmm. they're looking at you like you have a, a little dinosaur, right? You know, walking a little dinosaur or something. Yeah. You know, so so it's kind of like, you know, there was one time that stood out right now when you asked that. I was walking, you know, one of my bullies and this guy picks up his dog and gets on the grass. He's all scared. I'm like walking. I'm, I stayed on the sidewalk, you know. And then he's like, oh, he said something like, oh, she looks, he looks aggressive or just, no, he's like, oh, does he bite? And I'm like, no, I don't bite, man, he's friendly. Oh, well, he doesn't look friendly. I'm like, really? Oh, my (laughs) gosh. (laughs) What do you want to, you know, what do you want to do? You know, I was just like, all right, well, that's just your insecurity with dogs. I just can't watch it. Oh, my God. People have the audacity, I swear. I swear. It was just super random. I was like, well, why ask? You know, if you really had your Yeah, at this you point. <laughs> yeah, but even like having your own bullies at the house, you know, sometimes they get in scuffles. And you mm-hmm. got to know what to do, you know. Exactly. And I ran out on, on my dog, you know, beating each other up, locked on the other one or something. And you got to kind of know what to do, you mm-hmm. know. And then you got to know who gets along with who. And, mm-hmm. you know, even like, all of my dogs, I'll be straight up. They don't get along, you know. So I'll put some out, put them back in, put another one out, and then kind of give them yard time, like I call mm-hmm. it. You know, like all right, you got to go away. You put out your sister now. And I, I think it's more just a space thing. You mm-hmm. know, our yard is. If I had a huge two, three acres, and they could run freely and just, you know, it'd be a little different. But you know, they're confined in a smaller spot, and they could only be one alpha, you know, in the pack, you know, and then they all just want to be. They all want to be alphas, you know. That's exactly right. I think yeah. that's the whole thing that happens is they all want to be the, the lead, you know, the the, pack, the leader of the pack. And, and there can only be one, and that's you, Ruben. That's it. <laughs> yeah, we try, man. But some of these little wild little dogs, man. Especially the Billy. But even the Frenchies, too, man. Like our girl, Olivia, she's she's a little... She's like, she likes to look for it. She'll go in, hey. in the book. Yeah. Them Frenchies are mean too. Sometimes, you know. <laughs> Little two bullies and start trying to bite one's ear and like gets beat up because she's all in the mix, you know. Yeah. Luckily, we haven't had no inc- you know incidents lately, but we kind of yeah. know who gets along with who now, and yeah. we have a, everybody kind of know. We have a little list. This one gets along with this one. This one don't <laughs> put this one with that one. Right. You know, so it's like <laughs> do it at your own risk, you know, and then. So, I mean, it's, it's working out good, and, and we're just, you know, we, we still have a couple Frenchie puppies, too, so um, we're still trying to give them, you know, the love they need and all that. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, so, RPG Kennels, are you into the shows, or are you just kind of, like, just doing your thing with breeding and, and kind of your vision? 
probably you know just doing my thing my own thing right now yeah. I, mean, I like the shows but I just don't get out to them enough you know mm-hmm. usually they're on a Saturday and I work you know weekends and it's, sometimes mm-hmm. it'd be kind of tough you know the location mm-hmm. um, but I know during like spring we definitely want to get more show driven and okay. um, try to get out there and, and promote you know the brand and the, and mm-hmm. the dogs and um because, you know, every time we go out, we always get pretty good feedback. Mm-hmm. And we always see somebody we know. We know we have a lot, you know, a lot of people we've met over the years and yeah. friends of friends and people we've met, you know, through a friend. And, you know, so every time we go to a show, I see somebody I know and it's, a, you know, somewhere to stand and a head yeah. nod and, you know, a familiar face. And it always gives you that little, like, all right, cool. I know this person. I feel a little more comfortable. Yeah. And then you yeah. obviously meet new people, too, so... Um, always a plus too but yeah I mean being a business owner and and you know these shows I mean your business you're the boss you're the one that has to like you know make sure that it runs so if nobody's there to run it it's like what do you then there's no money coming in right so (laughs) it's like being a business owner there's no days off for that so um, I can see where it's kind of hard for you because yeah the shows normally are on a Saturday or Sunday. Yeah, I mean, Sunday shows are becoming a little more, uh, like, yeah. popular. Yeah. You know I, know, I remember in the beginning, it was always on a Saturday, or it felt more like Saturday drip, you know. Yeah. But um, right now, obviously, the weather's kind of bad, but this shit ain't going to last. No. Um, and then once it kind of clears out, I'm thinking, like, maybe, like, late spring, we'll start hitting up some shows and mm-hmm. try to get out there a little more and, you know, push them and show the dogs off. Because, I mean, we have nice dogs. We want people to see that and just be recognized for that and and uh, but at the same time we gotta you know we're not gonna let that you know make us who we are we're gonna you know be us and do what we do and, and then just show up with it and like this is us you know take it or leave it <laughs> you know yeah yeah well guys i mean here you go like you said he said he's you know definitely got his vision going he's driven in what he's doing with his his brand um if you guys are in the area you know uh, Ruben's Pet Grooming, you want to get your dogs ready for shows, get get a reservation with them, tap in with them, get your dogs. We've we've taken our dogs a couple times, get them ready for the shows, so definitely hit them up. Um, but yeah, definitely uh, mad props to you because I know like you're really doing your thing um, and I can't, I, be, I mean, I'm proud of you how far you've come, you know, um, since we, so, since you guys got Cookie. So I'm I'm like really really happy with what you're doing as as a friend and as somebody that knows you you know <laughs> so um, I'm excited to see what you guys do for sure with RPG Kennels um, I know the logo by the way you're the one that I posted on there um, I love it I love Cookie in there that I that looks dope I love the bubbles and all that so I really do love that logo. <laughs> It's a little cartoonish, you know, which is cool. You know, I wouldn't, yeah. really, I wouldn't really call it our logo. To, or know, to like, what honest. is it like a? Sh- uh, it's like just a like a. Shirts, right, for merch or something. You know, I mean, it's a fun shirt. It's a fun design. Yeah, you yeah. Know, it's, it's cool. It's funny. Maybe like a sticky design or so. or something like that. You know, even even like with our logo, we're still kind of even trying to get that right. You know. Yeah. Um, I feel like we're gonna push it more just towards like the Ruben's pet grooming side, and then just you know run with that because a lot of people kind of know us at that, you know, like yeah, 
Ruben's pet grooming and the pet groomer and, and I, you know I talk to people and it's like oh oh yeah the pet groomer like you know machete or something like you know and it's yeah. kind of like okay cool yeah yeah that's me so, mm-hmm. I mean, we, we definitely try to push Ruben's Pet Grooming even at the shows. We don't okay. really go in there as, like, RPG Kennel, which is, like, well, Ruben's Pet Grooming. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Even I'll even wear a Ruben's Pet Grooming shirt, you know, to a bully show, you know, just to promote it, you know, because that's, that's what I've been doing. That's my that's my brand for since 2012, you know, so it's, like, that's how people kind of identify the brand. Yeah. Even the dogs, too, you know, so that's it's, true. like... Yeah, no, I mean, that's who I, that's what we, we Ruben's Pet Grooming, I mean, that's what we see you as. I think that's a great idea. You already have it going, you know, you already have your business, you got your brand. Um, now this is just an addition to it, you know, um, your kennel that you got going. So I think that's that's a great business move. That's a, that's why I call you the dog boss. <laughs> I told Eddie, I'm like, I have a nickname for him. And he was like, what? I'm like, he's the dog boss. He's like, why are you calling him that? I was like, because. He owns his own business and now he has a kennel. He's the dog boss. <laughs> he, he just starts laughing at me. <laughs> um, you guys but, doing your thing too. I mean, I know it ain't easy. So just kind of hang in there and, you know, and kind of, like I said, stick to your vision and, and you know, don't, don't, uh, what I always kind of took from David and Bernie too was the free game. We would always say that free game, free game, David with that shit, man. And then, uh, <laughs> So, I mean, he would always tell me, like, I'll be like, what do you think of this dog? He'd be like, nah, that ain't it. Or, you know, yep, that was dope. And so, I mean, I never took that as bad advice to me. I was always like, you know, I was like, okay, cool. I'm going a, I'm to a follow the lead. Even with all the studs we kind of picked with the bullies, you know, it was all inspired through, like, David and Bernie, you know. Like, oh, this was cool running. You know, I had so much stuff going on at the time, and, you know, and they were just, they were more watching the, what was out there so when when cookie came in heat i didn't even know what you know who i was gonna run her with and they already had it locked in you know like yeah what do you think i heard you know or him they just uh you know soak up that free game i know they put you i know they always kind of there for you guys too and that's mm-hmm. you guys you know the squad right there um but um yeah that that breeding you did last time that one was nice man i mean i, I like that i mean bullies for right now i'm i'm gonna try to keep it with like i think as far as who i'm gonna run next maybe just moet mm-hmm. anything above her i don't even know if i feel like running you know just because size wise i don't know what they're gonna produce you know yeah yeah well i think you're in the right direction for sure um i can't wait to see what you produce um but yeah i think i think for for Ruben's pet grooming, I mean, you guys heard it from him, himself, you guys. Uh, he's sticking to his vision. Um, you know, small, compact um, American bullies, small, compact uh, Frenchies, you know, tap in with him. You never know what he has um, up his sleeve. Um, I'm sure he'll be posting on his page what's next for Ruben's pet grooming. Um, so, yeah, go ahead and let them know where they can follow you at. Uh, what what uh, social media platforms you're on? Yeah, just pretty much Ruben's Pet Grooming across all platforms. Okay. Google got- it. Instagram, Facebook. Facebook. Instagram. Yeah, Instagram, Facebook, uh, TikTok, um, Twitter. Everything okay. under at Ruben's Pet Grooming. Ruben's yeah. Pet Grooming. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Ruben's Pet Grooming. All social media platforms across the board. Uh, tap in. Give them a follow. Hit them up if you guys are in the area and you guys need some grooming done. Um, you guys heard it from the man himself. Um, and I think that's 
going to be it for our episode this time. Thank you so much for tuning in with us and joining us on Bully Visions, Ruben. I appreciate you so much for taking time out of your night to be with us. Have a blessed night. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, guys, that's it. Bully Visions, thank you guys for tuning in. We had the dog boss, Ruben, with Ruben's Pet Grooming on our episode this evening. You guys, he put his social media platforms in there for you guys to give him a follow. Remember, it's the breeder behind the bully. Education is everything. They do not have a voice. We are their voice. So let's be better breeders um, to better the breed. All right, guys, have a good night, and we'll see you guys. Bully Visions, Savannah, we're out.